0: Hello and salam welcome to Muslim Viewpoint a new podcast series Powered by american muslim today a groundbreaking nonprofit digital newspaper which champions civic engagement amt informs and empowers the diverse voices of almost 30 million muslims here in the us and other western countries i'm rifat malik i'm amt's editor-in-chief and today we have interviews with some key texas democrats responsible for pushing through a historic resolution calling for a ceasefire in gaza it was first passed by the Fort Bend Democratic Party and then adopted and unanimously passed by the statewide Texas Democratic Party. Farah Ahmed, an attorney in Fort Bend County Precinct Chair, drafted the re- resolution in October, assisted by Erkan Turkey, a Palestinian-American whose grandparents fled from the 1948 Nakba. AMT report-
1: so in October, I started drafting... Uh- what I believe to be um, a good template for a resolution. Um, And I realize that it has to be balanced, but it has to be meaningful at the same time because there are victims on both sides uh, of this conflict, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, perpetrators on both sides. I'll bet definitely what the Palestinians are suffering and the civilians in Gaza are just cannot compare to anything that we've seen before. So keeping that in mind also. Um, and I showed the um, the template of the resolution to the leadership of the Forbidden Democrat Party, and on that leadership sits uh, Jazz, or his name is Ijaz, and I forget his last name, but I'll give you his contact information. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's on the leadership committee. So he got that email also, uh, and um, we, sent it to it was sent to him and other people so people could chime in and um, we had a young man Palestinian man um, who also chimed in and made a few changes. Um, Jazz also made a few changes on the county version and then it was presented to the county and it was voted. The county votes in it meaning the precinct chairs who attend the meeting in November uh, actually voted for it um, and it was passed. Um, and, uh, then from that point, I don't know if Jazz already had his own copy working on it, but then Jazz and Nabila are at the state level. They're both from Fort Bend as I am. So Fort Bend seemed to be the kind of, uh, the initiative for actually doing this in terms of a a written statement of what we care about as a Democrat party. Uh, at the same time, while I was, uh, drafting it for the The county party, I put it on social media to other Democrat groups, especially Democrat Muslim groups, and letting them know that I'm willing to share my template with them so they can basically use it as a foundation or use it exactly the way it's worded for their county party meetings and submit it also as a resolution. Um, And still, even now, as people um, vote in the primary and go to their local conventions, before they go to the state convention, they can submit their version of resolutions based on this issue. Uh, Why is this resolution and its adoption significant? I think it's the the first time that accounting in Texas has addressed it. Full force, And I think that because of what's happening nationwide and globally on this issue, people are impacted because they either have family members there. Uh, it's an issue they've already ca- always cared about. But from a humanity perspective, um, even if you're not Palestinian and this is not an issue you've paid attention to, once you see what's happening, the horror, what's happening to civilians... Um, on tv um you can't just sit still and you realize that your country can play a role and being silent is not an option and this is one way many of us were so far away from what's happening and yes there's a sense of where you feel useless and if you feel useless you feel hope, hopeless and this is one way of saying look i want to be known that i've taken a written a written position, a public position in writing. And if not enough people do that, it will change policy. It will change hearts and minds. It will get elected officials and candidates to actually spend time on this issue to come out to a positive resolution. We don't want people to lose hope. And so this is a way to keep people engaged. Um, because when you see these things happening overseas globally and you feel that you don't have an impact on foreign policy. That's really not what people usually think about as foreign policy. Then you sometimes withdraw from being engaged. And this is one way of saying, look, yes, you're right. We we may not be able to immediately impact what's happening overseas, but that's not an excuse to not try to impact it. And, And passing a resolution is one way of putting it now in writing. Like, this is what we believe in. And then pushing it uh, through other, um, I would say, committees and um, apertures of different political parties. Because in the end, it's politicians that draft policy. And so this is one way of impacting their view. They know there's a strong grassroots movement uh, to support this resolution because you had to be voted in by majority and if it works its way up from the grassroots all the way to the state and state to national, yeah. Eventually you wanna see it as part of a national platform. You want this issue addressed on a national platform.
2: Right. Yeah, so I'm I'm a Palestinian American. My dad is Palestinian. My mom is Iraqi Chaldean and so this whole situation is very personal to me. Like my grandparents were uh, um, basically kicked out of Yaffa, Palestine in 1948 during the first Nakba. Um, so I decided that, you know, I would like to, uh, help it any way that I can by using like my political involvement and all to try to stop the violence in Palestine and work towards like a more peaceful solution. So, uh, we decided to draft, um, a little resolution. To call for a ceasefire. Essentially, there's a little uh, more than just that into it, but you know that's the main purpose of it because I think that's the most uh, important, you know, step to take. It's like call for a ceasefire, stop the violence, and then we'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. Whether it's two state solution or however they want to do it, but the first step and the most important step is to stop the killing of innocent civilians. Um, so we worked on that resolution. We got on a Zoom call uh, a few nights before that we presented it. We drafted it. Uh, I went there. I presented it. before I presented it, I gave a speech basically talking about my background, um, you know, basically how I'm a Palestinian American. What I went through when I visited Palestine a few years back and the things that my grandparents faced while they were in Palestine and my great-grandparents while they were there uh, before the uh, occupation began in 1948.
0: As well as Muhammad Ejaz, the main author of the final draft presented to the State Executive Committee, he was helped by Nabila Mansour, who is the president of the Asian American Democrats of Texas. And they sent the, they say that they sent a similar letter to President Biden
3: a resolution was passed and I'm a precinct chair in Fort Bend County as well um my buddy Archon wrote that resolution in Fort Bend County and I was a guy who proofread it edited it made it look real pretty Mm. and uh we ended up whipping votes here in Fort Bend County got it passed we think it was like 60 some odd people to one who voted for it and uh at the state level, I took the Fort Bend County base, worked with the girl, uh, Ashley Chang. She's from the Austin area. She's our AAPI DNC rep. And, uh, she and I, you know, worked on this resolution for weeks after, just cause, uh, we tried to initially just get the state party to do it without us going through the SDC. We were really worried people wouldn't support it. Uh, in retrospect, that was a total mistake because we passed it unanimously and had no idea that was going to happen. Um, and then, yeah, that's what it was. So I was the primary author on the uh, state resolution, and it was based on the Fort Bend County law.
1: Right. Um, so why is this resolution and its adoption significant, um, especially coming from Texas, you know, known
4: as a red state?
3: <laughs> so Texas isn't exactly a red state; it's a very purple state.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, we have incredibly dense urban areas that are very democratic. If you look at a the uh, electoral map of 2020, it's very obvious how blue Texas can be. Unfortunately, um, because of gerrymandering, voter disenfranchisement, we can't exactly get our governor to flip. We can't get a lot of state-level positions to flip. But Texas is a lot bluer than people realize. And the Texas Democratic Party is actually, I would even argue it's the most progressive party in the country. And the reason for that is is because, one, we have one of the youngest parties overall, like the state leadership, uh, most of our staff is young and we do believe in, you know, hu- human rights and what's not. And so when we saw everything happening in Palestine, we we're like, all right, we got to do something. Like what's going on over there? We have to do something to stop it. And so we did what we could. We wrote a resolution, started talking to everybody. Um, everyone was on board and, you know, when we were doing it, I was actually shocked. I was like, I was convinced that we were being lied to, that there was some subtle plot going on, and, you know, last second it wasn't going to pass, but no, nothing like that happened. In fact, it passed unanimously. Even with the, you know, Muslim Jewish leaders, Palestinians, everybody, like, it it was just, my jaw dropped. I I was just in shock. And why is it significant? It's because we are the first state party to do it. Um, Other state parties... I know of one right now, there is a rumor, so this is not substantiated, but they got pressured not to do it. Um, but why we want to do it was like, one, it's the right thing to do, right? The people of Palestine need our help. And two, we did it because we wanted to give everybody the courage to know that, you know, it's okay to do things that. Some people, like President Biden, his policy right now is not to call for a ceasefire. Well, we wanted to show everyone that, no, like, we have to be the leaders in order to bring the change you want to see in the world. Um, whatever happens, it's going to happen, but we've got to try our best and make sure we do this for the people of Palestine.
4: So AEDT uh, put together a ask for a ceasefire um, and sent it to our... Um chairman no i'm sorry we sent it to president biden we've done a lot so i'm just trying to remember what we did uh, back in october we sent a a ask uh we asked president biden for a ceasefire on behalf of asian american democrats and we sent that ask to, to the entire democratic texas delegation um the only one who responded was lloyd doggett and um because of the push of AADT and AADT members. One of our members actually went and had a meeting with him. Um, Congressman Lloyd Doggett has actually asked for a ceasefire. And uh, we continue to push and push and push. Uh, we asked for a meeting with the chairman, Hinosa, Gilberto Hinosa, who is the chairman of the Texas Democratic Party. And to their credit, they did set up a meeting. We also worked with Representative Ron Reynolds on putting together a letter... Uh, urging um, the chairman to push for a ceasefire. That letter was signed, oh gosh, uh, by, I think, four or five different um, Texas House members. And we are going to continue those efforts um, to get the Texas State House legislative members to make a more uh, immediate push. Um, but, you know, what all of that encompassed, what all of that resulted in was... Um, meetings with the texas democratic party leadership um and we the best move forward or strategy move forward that we thought was if we can get a resolution passed by the texas democratic party saying they want an immediate ceasefire that would make the biggest um uh impact and it would allow the Texas Democratic Party to kind of full throttle ask for a ceasefire because it would have the uh, support of the entire um, state Democratic executive committee. So the SDEC, uh, the SDEC is kind of like the board of directors of the Texas Democratic Party, if that makes sense. And um, and so we 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 had a meeting this last Saturday. Um, kudos to the resolutions committee. They worked on it to like I don't know four or five hours perfecting that uh, resolution. Uh, we had another Muslim member, also a member of the AADT board, um, Muhammad Ijaz. Uh, um, he worked on the resolution, got it to the resolutions committee. They worked on it, and then we presented it to the to the wider state uh, Democratic Executive Committee, and it passed. And not only did it pass, it passed unanimously. So that's really the the amazing thing yeah,
1: um well, why do you think this resolution is important, and then also um since your organization you know is asian uh why do you feel it's important to um you know stand with the Palestinians and ensure that there is a ceasefire to the violence uh going on?
4: Yeah, so the Asian American Democrats of Texas encompasses um, all of East Asia, South Asia, Iran, um, parts of, um, you know, it's, it, it's really encompassing. It's a really big umbrella. And, and a lot of um, Asian Americans really understand what it means to be marginalized and oppressed, right? They come from, from countries that have a history of this. A lot of Asians are Muslims. I'm the president of the Asian American Democrats. I'm also a very proud Muslim. And so a lot of Asians are Muslims. A lot of Muslims are Asians. So there's an almost uh, automatic kinship there uh, with the cause of what is happening in Palestine. And a lot of us are young and involved and understanding kind of what the... The reality of the situation is, as the situation goes further and further and escalates further and further, we see more and more deaths of civilians, and so um, there was a natural inclination for for um, AADT to make sure that we were making a um, attempt to exert our influence in whatever way we can, and so um, from the beginning, we've been trying to figure. Like, kind of figure out how is it that we can um, move people on this issue and more importantly, move leadership on this issue? and And so we've we've done you know a lot of different things. Like, of course, our first thing was our uh, letter to the President asking for a ceasefire. Then it was working with our our state legislative, uh, Texas Democratic um, representatives um we are also of course just just anything we can to 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 move the needle
0: well thank you so much for joining us this week from me and maya goodbye be sure to follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok at american muslim today uh if you'd like to read more about this story and access more digital content feel free to check out our website americanmuslimtoday.com we'll see you next week on the muslim viewpoint